sleep and live politics apart from that the youth has to represent ourselves into the bigger audience which is the global audience and for that too we need to understand what's happening in the world so to stay abreast with the current happenings to make sure that you don't make a clown of yourself and to make sure that you seem to be a little bit smart in front of people who you want to impress politics is necessary whether it's global whether it's indian whether it's office whether it's home politics is everywhere and you can't escape it we'll see you in a bit with a brand new episode of politics for dummies right here on hd smartcast we are finally approaching a half century for politics for dummies it's really exciting a 50 number not there yet but sooner or later with the things that are happening in the world and the things that we have to talk about We will be there. Uh, joining me today on the show, like usual, is our co-host KP Fabian. Fabian, how was the last few weeks? Uh, the heat, the humidity, the rains—it's a mixed bag of emotions. Well, if I may say so, I enjoyed the heat uh-huh. and the occasional uh, flooding of waters <laughs> as one drives. Mm, very true. Delhi has its own charm during rain. The charm is that we get flooded very fast. Fabian, you've stayed, you know, in different places, in different locations. How long have you stayed in Delhi? Was Delhi your base of operations for the longest? Well, I have been in Delhi since I retired in two thousand. Okay. And earlier, I had been on posting here. Yeah. So, is Delhi your favorite spot to be? Well, Delhi is where I am, and I like it. Okay, cool, fine. We are not going to get further into that. Fabian, a lot of people visiting Sri Lanka right now, <laughs> and uh, going to the biggest and the baddest. Uh, and the most happening place uh, and that is the president's palace after the president fled to singapore and resigning over an email like you've already predicted the whole situation you said that they have to come forward they had to apologize they had to you know make a, a, a intimidate cabinet make things work in sri lanka but none of that happened and you predicted there would be a fall and your prediction did come true let's talk about sri lanka and its crisis right now and how things will turn out to be for sri lanka now since the president and the prime minister have finally like the whole uh, family business has come to a stop let's start with the first fact that uh, this became the biggest uh, political slash pop culture slash uh, you know internet sensation that people stormed the president's palace in sri lanka what was your reaction when you heard heard that this actually happened right there i would say that um, there was a revolution in sri lanka mm mm-hmm. as we know the july is a month of revolutions 
you see, he has no political background. You see, he comes from, of course, from a influential family. He joined the military, and after some time, he left the military. Then he did some IT, information technology in Colombo. Yeah. Then he left for the United States. He worked and made some money. Then when his uh, brother, Mahinda, became president in 2005, he came back and he was made defense secretary and he was put in charge of the military operations against LTTE. Yeah. And as a matter of fact, according to the UN, atrocities were committed. And one calculation is that about 40,000 Sri Lankan Tamils, civilians, unarmed, innocent civilians, were killed. But yeah. the Sinhalese majority, you know, were quite uh, enthusiastic about what had happened. They didn't realize that though they are Buddhists, yeah. and the Gautama Buddha had taught non-violence. Non-violence, yeah. Well, you know, there I want to tell you, J. Krishnamurti, a uh -huh. great philosopher, yeah. he has said that human nature is such that there will be violence. And it doesn't matter to which religion you belong. Violence and violence. Uh, if you take Buddhism, look at Myanmar. How yeah. much violence? Too much. So the religion doesn't make any difference, unfortunately. You see? So because of that majoritarian approach, they elected uh, first uh, uh, Rajapaksa as president in 2019. And then his party, Sri Lanka Freedom Alliance, People's Alliance, uh, got uh, uh, majority okay. in 2020. Yeah. And then what happened, as I said earlier, it was a brotherocracy, yeah. not a democracy. Yeah. And you mentioned about the civil service. Yeah. Let me tell you, I was there between 79 and 82 okay. as Deputy High Commissioner. I have seldom seen a more better civil service than in Sri Lanka. But these people did not want any inputs from the civil service. Mm. Then you make mistakes. Do you think that uh, uh, men in a position of power generally uh, tend to make mistakes because they are corrupted by yes sirs around them? Like there are a lot of people in a position of power, uh, whether it be uh, the Sri Lankan uh, brother of Chrissy, whether it be Kim Jong-un from North Korea, whether it be Biden who's sitting in America, whether it be Putin who has declared and waged a war. Because there are no no people, no humans to stand against their uh, atrocities and, uh, pardon my language, dumb actions. Do you think that that also leads to the fall of uh, such uh, leaders? Yes, uh, you're absolutely right. Remember what Lord Acton said. Power corrupts. Absolutely. Absolute power corrupts, absolutely. And let me add one more. Yeah. Power isolates. And absolute power isolates itself absolutely. Okay, makes sense. Absolutely makes sense. A position of power. Let's talk about position of power. Let's talk about Sri Lanka right now in its crisis. Is anyone in a position of power, just to add to it, that could help Sri Lanka to make itself a stable economy, then break even? And then get into a profitable. Look, because I know for a fact that now every country, every democracy needs to be treated like a business. Because if they are not treated like a business, it's it's loss. Like people will suffer. So let's treat it like a business. If this country can break even, 
come into a little bit of uh, you know in a position where they can make some profit and then go further like opening up tourism etc etc do you think things will be better for sri lanka well there i let me give you a two part answer first is what sri lanka can do for itself okay there i would say as i said let us hope a competent honest president will be elected uh-huh. on wednesday okay this is something which sri lankans have to do by themselves true we can't help them true nor can we hinder them of course now coming to what the rest of the world can do uh-huh the so called international community let me start with india okay india has done exceedingly well in supplying essential goods to sri lanka okay well so many figures have been mentioned the mm-hmm. last i heard was 3.8 billion dollars okay line of credit okay it's very good yeah but to my mind it's good but not good enough mm-hmm. not that india should have given more no i am making a different point you see it is the responsibility of the international community to come to the rescue of the sri lankan people okay without interfering in their political matters true now it is not the responsibility it is the responsibility not only of india of the entire international community and international community has been missing in action therefore india should have india should convene an international conference okay in delhi because it can't be held in sri lanka of course. in colombo no you can't <laughs> okay uh, in delhi with the jointly with the united nations yeah primarily to consider what assistance in terms of supply of essential goods medicine food petrol and other things yeah can be sent to sri lanka under a line of credit or any other arrangement yeah now one more point china as you know has been missing in action yeah the big back to give up <laughs> and what about biden what about um, in the uk what about france germany the p5 yeah okay so let the international community be summoned and imf and world bank yeah imf they started talking but you know they can be quite uh, what shall i say other than prompt they okay. don't understand in emergency a crisis you know they there's a long red tape there so at this international conference india's host should be able to ignite the international community into action see for a fact that i know that the international community has enough money going around because they have been sending equipment they have been sending money line of credit uh, you know other things to ukraine i have seen america send billions in double digits i have seen uh, uh, the european union send again in billions to aid ukraine against their uh, you know war or as putin call it uh, you know liberalization of uh, ukraine so we know there is money of course nobody is denying that it's just that they don't want to send it to sri lanka they want to send it for a war uh, having said that at this point of time we've we've we we have drawn parallels to the sri lankan uh, crisis right now uh, do you think uh, calling the sri lankan uh, you know uh, how to put this when people uh, march towards the present house president's house do you think we can draw parallels to say what happened during capital in usa can we draw parallels to that and say this was much better done compared to the usa you are you referring to the 6th of january yes yes <laughs> well the 6th of january was a violent attempt to undermine the constitution of the united states true whereas this was a peaceful attempt by the people 
to set right what had gone wrong. Uh huh. Okay. So I don't think there is any comparison. Okay. And what about a comparison to what happened between Greece and Germany, where Greece completely got lost all the money, and Germany had to come to aid and said that, "Hey, listen, we'll you know fix your." Economy, provided you go ahead and do what we say, and then finally Germany and uh, finally Greece in this year has paid off all its debt. So, do you think Sri Lanka is going through the same thing? Clearly, that Sri Lankans are much more hardworking than Greece pe- Greek people. But will there be a parallel? Can there be a parallel between that situation and the situation as no, well? Let me put it this way: Sri Lanka has defaulted on international debt. Yeah, they will have to reschedule the debt payments. Yeah. and stop defaulting because if you go on defaulting then you can't get any loan from anyone <laughs> true so that is necessary but again it's a question of timing okay what is most important uh-huh. is rushing essential supplies to sri lanka okay and then a deal with the imf and the world bank you know so that sri lanka gets the debts rescheduled and takes whatever corrective action is necessary Okay. But before that, we need a competent, honest, responsible political leadership. That's that's ha- that has been the underlying statement for the whole episode that we need someone who is honest, competent, and knows what to do. Uh, but what about the president who ran away? What about the uh, brother of Kesi that ran away and put it on an email that they are quitting, they are resigning? Do you think that they will be ever welcomed back to the country? I mean, of course, no. But uh, will they ever be in? any situation where anyone you will trust them or have they lost complete power across all platforms and now they have to live a very separate and a different life well in politics never say never uh-huh. you know that marcos son has come back in uh, the philippines oh yeah but that is after how many years 30 years or oh, so oh god okay so they are not going to be back in tomorrow day after uh-huh. in a couple of years yeah but well, 30 years I will i won't be around Uh, neither would I. But you yeah. will be. <laughs> ah, no, I won't be around for thirty years. Come on, this this is going south very fast, uh, and I don't want to stay so long to see my country going and defaulting in debt. So that's that's about it. I think this sums up the whole Sri Lankan issue from the beginning till the end. From people, uh, you know, crying for help to marching towards the president's house and jumping in the pool and making the most of it. Pretty much everybody has seen what's happening in Sri Lanka. and we should make sure that uh, this does not uh, repeat at all uh, so make sure that uh, you elect the right candidates to represent yourself we'll see you in the next episode that was fabian this was me politics for dummies is the name of the podcast you can follow us on sg smartcast if you have any questions regarding politics you can always dm us and we will try to answer <coughs> as many as possible thank you so much stay tuned this is aniket signing off for today This was a Radio One production brought to you by HT Smartcast HT Smartcast